Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. gentlemen i am your host blake ruffino this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well huge show in store for you tonight as we had our first college football playoff selection committee tonight we will be talking about that mississippi state gets in alabama gets privileged welcome to ays are you serious sports where alabama gets no privilege uh, we will talk about that. We will talk about everything that went on tonight. Memphis Spence, who is a voter, um, he will be joining us. He is currently on the College Football Playoff Selection Committee press conference. Uh, he will be joining us at 725, so we will be breaking down with him what was told uh, from the selection committee, what was told to him, and what they are referencing, what they are saying uh, and we will break that down. I'm sure a lot of Rudy Poos will be said uh, in that. Three things that I want to see from LSU football this Saturday. Win, lose, or draw, don't care. Yes, I do want LSU to win. But three things I want to see no matter what. We will touch about that. We'll talk a lot of LSU Alabama. Uh, coaching search, I'm sure, will come up. So if you have a coaching search question, we'll talk about it. We will 100% talk about it. Put it in the comments. Hashtag AskBlake is a way that you can do it with something that we do every Tuesday and Thursday. Hashtag AskBlake. Put it in there. It helps me uh, find and get to all of your questions. And we have the World Series. Game six of the World Series uh, of the Braves versus 
the Astros. I I I kind of want to take the Braves um the Braves tonight, but we'll see. Uh Kay Galt, a guy that I banned from AYS is in the chat um for using racial slurs. Um so Kay doesn't it come back and, and make you feel like an idiot for coming in here and, and saying very vulgar things? So, my friend, Kate Galt, you are blocked. Do not come into AYS using racial slurs because I will report you and block your dumb ass, your stupid ass for making racial comments. Like this one. F.U. Rafino, you B-word. Mark S. F.A. LSU reporter. So you're going to use uh, 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 racial comments in this comment. You will be blocked, you will be bland, banned, and you will be reported. But we're not going to talk about that. Let's get to some comments, though, before we get started. Craig Schilling says, Aha! We are live. That we are. Ryan Gidry says, Let's go. So does Chris. KJ on YouTube says, Raceland, Louisiana in the house. Raceland, Louisiana, is in the house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I dig it. Uh, Aaron Adams is one step closer to either getting Lincoln Riley or, number two, Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle is probably not a happy camper right now. If I had to assume, as his Cincinnati Bearcats... um, as his Cincinnati Bearcats uh, are, are number six in the college uh, playoff ranking. Sorry, guys, I'm getting some texts about LSU. I know I made a tweet earlier today. Uh, some people were were asking about. We'll talk about that in the coaching search. We will definitely talk about that. Was surprised Michigan State was at three. I, I was surprised, and I kind of also wasn't. Um, let me ask everybody this about Mel Tucker, too. Everybody talking about Mel Tucker being a one-hit wonder. How can he be a one-hit wonder when the year's not over with yet? But we'll get into that as well. Michigan says three, as Pooh Bear says. He says, hmm, yeah, they got a long, long, long way to go. Long, long, long way to go. All right, let's do this. Before we get started, everybody do me a favor by hitting the like and share. Share it to some Facebook groups. Uh, if you're, don't forget to follow our Facebook page at RU Series Sports Network. Do that for us. Share to some Facebook groups. Share to your social media pages. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell. Hit the like button on this video as well as it helps us out a lot. If you're on Periscope, Twitter, don't forget to retweet and follow us there. AYS Sports. And if you are listening to us on the podcast network, wherever you listen to podcasts, don't forget to subscribe on the Believe uh, Podcast Network. So let's pay some bills. We got a lot to get into. None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and betonline.ag. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. I'm a living example of just how great GM Varno and Sons is. I have a blowout. Where do I go? GM Varno and Sons. My wife needs four new tires. Where do we go? GM Varno and Sons. Lowest price for the best rates. Go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, 50% welcome bonus. You make a $100, $200 deposit. 
You get the betting going as we are actively live in sports gambling inside the state of Louisiana. They will give you 50% back when you use the bonus. Use the AYS podcast tab. Since you're in the state of Louisiana, they will know your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get it rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Um, Chris Barnhill says, bye, K. Get your racist self down the road. Yeah, if you make racist, inappropriate comments, you will you will be blocked on this platform and banned and reported. Don't come in here with that bullshit. Racist piece of shit. Anyway, we're not talking about that guy anymore. We will be talking some LSU football. So, guys, look, there's three things. Three things that we got to see from LSU this week. Going to talk some on the field, then we're going to talk some coaching search. But the three things that I want to see, no questions asked. Zero questions asked. Number one, I want to see this team have life. I don't care if you get burned in coverage. I don't care about the scheme anymore. I mean, at this point, it's kind of one ear and out the other. You know, we talked about Coach Ed Orgeron last night. Him saying they're too predictable on first down. They, they line up in simple formations defensively. Guys, it's something that we've been talking about on this show for the last six, seven, eight, nine weeks. For the last nine weeks on this show, I've been saying that LSU is too vanilla on the offense and defensive side of the, uh, of the ball. And that there was no questions about that. Way too vanilla. Schemes were way too simple. There's one thing in making things simple, and there's another thing in, in being way too simple that everybody knows on planet Earth what you're doing. It's like toss, dive, less smiles. Bro, what are you doing? Everybody knows, everybody on planet Earth knows that it's coming. So I don't really care one iota, not one iota, what LSU does. When it comes to winning or losing the game, do I want them to win? Yes. Do I think that they're going to win? No, I don't. No, I do not. Now, the last time I said that was against Florida, and they wind up finding a way to win the game. But you're going to Alabama, to face the Crimson Tide. You're going into Bryant-Denny Stadium, where LSU has had a lot of success. When they've gone there, even win, lose, or draw, they've had success better playing Alabama on the road than they do at home. It's David versus Goliath. I want to see you have intensity. I want to see you have focus. I want to see you have fun. I don't care if you get burned. If you're giving it everything that you have and you're continuously doing that, this team has too much talent even though they only are around 55 guys currently that can go out there and play. You still have, will have flashes of good things that will happen to you. Starting guys like Jaqueline Roy, let like do stuff like that. Come out in an exotic formation. I, 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 you know, if we're not going to win and we're waiting for the next coach to come in, let's go have fun. Number two. Number two. I want to see LSU get some form of an edge back, meaning I want to see a pissed-off coaching staff 
celebrating coaching staff. I want to see an edge. I want to see a swagger. I want to see LSU football and LSU players and LSU administration, when they get off that plane, when they get off that bus, yeah, you might lose, but walk with a little bit of pep in your step. Like, all right, dog, I'm coming after that ass. Because, guys, this is only going to last for a little bit longer. You're going to get a new staff in here. You're going to get new recruits. You're going to get guys from the transfer portal. And things are going to start turning around because the next coaching staff, I promise you, will not be as bad as the one that we have right now. I promise you, it will not. Whether it's somebody, as most LSU fans don't want Jimbo Fisher, you could still go and get guys like Mario Cristobal. You can get a guy like a Lincoln Riley. You think Lincoln Riley doesn't? This is an apparent thing. Everybody asks, why in the hell would Lincoln Riley want to leave Oklahoma to come to LSU? Well, because he's undefeated and he's number eight in the country. I think I don't think that they're a good team currently. But what, what he has to work with talent-wise, the quarterback that he's able to go get, Spencer Radler being one of them, the guys that he has religiously gone and get, you think LSU for $12.5 million isn't appealing to that guy? I want that swag back. You know, the big, the best video, the biggest video LSU ever had, the soundtrack and the song to that soundtrack was uh, swag surfing. You're Louisiana. You have a culture that is unique to you. Go play like it. I don't care what the scoreboard says anymore. Not this season, not right now. Now, for recruiting, it might be a different thing. But right now, I don't care about it. Let's go play and have some fun. Number three, and the and the most thing for me, I and this isn't maybe so much LSU genera- uh, or generated, mainly from the administration and the, the players and the coaching staff. LSU fans, I promise you it's going to be okay. Hearing some stuff today, you're going, LSU is turning over every single rock to go find the next guy. They're leaving no stone unturned. No stone unturned. Let's go have some fun. It's not fun getting your ass kicked. It's not fun. But let's go have some fun. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments. We'll be having Memphis Spence in about 10 minutes or about five minutes. I told him 7.20, but I was getting the 7.25 time just in case because he was on the press conference a little bit earlier. Um, Byford on Facebook says, go Braves. Yep, they're up right now. Freddie Freeman's up. Uh, I think it's two outs in the bottom of the first. We will be monitoring that game. Jason uh, sends us some stars via Facebook. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, for guys, for always um, sending it. I see a lot of people uh, sounding off. Troy says, Elton, Louisiana. Uh, here from Elton, Louisiana. What about Jim Harbaugh as a coach? Guys, come on. Guys, come on. The man can't win in Michigan. The guy can't win in Michigan. You're one fans don't want Mel Tucker, but yet Mel Tucker's two and zero against Michigan. Michigan State is two and zero against the Fighting Khakis of Jim Harbaugh. Guys, Jim Harbaugh is not a great coach. He's just not. He's just not. Blaine Smith says Blake. The team checked out. They're ready to finish the season. Some of them have. Some of them have. Some of them have not. Damone Clark hasn't checked out. Cardell Flott hasn't checked out. Jaqueline Roy hasn't checked out. There's a lot of these players that haven't 
checked out because of the simple fact they have a future outside of LSU. And if, because I do know some players that watch the show, if you are checked out, if your teammates are checked out, get them out of that shit. Say, hey, bro, you want to make it to the league? Because you're talented enough. You're talented enough. But look, fans have checked out. Some of the players have not. Some of the players have not. Lamar Williams says, we need to start the game with the flying V in the, uh, and end uh, with the spider two Y banana. I like it. Dude, guys, we got to go have fun. We got to go have fun. Wayne Tomlinson says, screen pass. Shit, do something. How crazy is it that a screen pass would be something exotic for LSU? Let me say that again. How crazy is it that a screen pass thrown by LSU would be exotic for them and the play calling that they've had? That's like saying it's exotic for me to eat the meat lover's pizza, Domino's pizza that we had in the oven earlier. It's not exotic to most people. Wouldn't you believe a 300-pound or 289-pound man, which I am, very luscious and beautiful, I must say so myself, It's not exotic. Oh, oh, oh. I see a couple comments trickling in. I know a lot of people are going to ask me to talk about this. Uh, As Curtis Riddle sends us some stars via Facebook. Thank you, Curtis. I did see, I did see today, uh, and somebody, a lot of people sent me the clips um, about this. And look, I don't want to keep harping on this Miles Brennan thing. Um, I, I really don't, but guys, stop with the stop with the Miles Brennan's an NFL ready quarterback right now. He's a backup quarterback right now in the NFL. Stop that. Stop it. If, if and this isn't to anybody's opinion, this is well, this is just my opinion, and it's somewhat reality. Stop with Miles Brennan as an NFL ready made quarterback right now. Stop it. Guys, he hasn't played but three games. Screw the game against Missouri. Screw that game against Vanderbilt. Screw that game against Mississippi State. Yards don't mean shit when you don't win. Blake, he had 150 passing attempts in three weeks. He threw for almost 1,000 yards in three weeks. I don't give a shit if he threw for 1,500 in three weeks if he's getting his ass beat and he can't stay healthy. Stop with that. Stop with the fake sense of bullshit. You know why LSU fans act and do some of the things they do? Because they listen to just nonsense. Stop it. Roderick says, it's crazy how we always play our best uh, for Bama regardless um, how the score is. Yeah, last year, though, we got mega clapped. I mean... I talk. I mean, we got mega clap, man. Let's not let's not get that part twisted. Don't get that part twisted. Um, one thing I I I I am look, guys. This is a rivalry game. Like, if you can't, if LSU players can't get up for this one, then we have a bigger a bigger issue. We have a bigger issue as Alabama's number two in the country. We have a bigger issue. All right, two more, then we're getting to our buddy Memphis Spence. He was on the call with the College Football Playoff Committee. 
Got a lot of questions to ask him uh, in reference to uh, what was just said in that playoff committee meeting. Uh, but Joseph says, don't worry, guys. Coach O did some self-scouting this week and found our flaws. We're all good now. Yeah. Yeah. Some exciting news. Kevin Falk was back at practice. That's really exciting. Very exciting. Uh, and KJ says, agreed. We have yet to see slip screens, middle screens, delayed draws, shovel passes, etc. Too exotic and far-fetched for our offense. Agreed. Carly King, Councilman Carly King says, shop on, checking out for the game. Love you, big guy. Yes, sir. He, Car, uh, Councilman Carly is a huge Braves fan, so he always watches the show uh, following day. All right, let's do this. We're going to get to Memphis Spence now. Uh, got a lot to talk to, uh, to him, make sure he's ready to go. But let's do this. Let's get to a very quick break, and then we'll bring him in here. None better than good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm. they got a lot of things going on. If you're affected by Hurricane Ida, listen to me very quickly before we hit the promo. If you have been affected by Hurricane Ida, meaning your storm hit you, you got any kind of damage around your house, on your house, whatever, call the Drake Williams Law Firm. Guys, they've helped my family out with this. A lot of insurance companies are doing some things. Just personally, I'm speaking from my own personal experience. Some insurance companies are doing some really shitty things out there. Give the Drake Williams Law Firm a call. Uh, so we'll get to this break and then Memphis Spence coming up. Guys, get over to the Drake Williams Law Firm today. Has Have you been affected by Hurricane Ida? Or do you know someone that's been affected by Hurricane Ida? Tell them to give a call to our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600. They will give you a free consultation and help get you the most money from your insurance company. A lot of people are having these issues. you got to get over to the Drake Williams Law Firm. You lose nothing. If there's nothing that they can do, they will let you know, and it's still a free consultation. It's 985-386-7600. 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, we got a good friend, Memphis Spence, joining us. The man, the myth, the legend. Memphis. Brother, I'm going to start it off here. I, I'm just going yeah. to start it off. Well, let me say, let me do it this way because we'll get into that. You were just on the call with the college football playoff committee. That's right. Please make some sense out of this. What did they say? It Was there something in there that they said that was just outrageous? I mean, tell us what was going on in that right after the first – announcement has been coming out from this week there have been a lot of there there were <laughs> if you've ever been on one of those calls man it's it's sometimes it's comedy uh and this was one of those comedy uh you know calls because uh there there was even a no comment uh in in, in these calls um, what was Gary, there, not to interrupt you what was the no comment on memphis the no comment was on the fact that the american athletic conference um Kind of the American Athletic Conference really never has had anybody represent them on any of these uh, college football playoff committees. There were seven new members, and I've been watching this just as long as you have. There are seven new members, and there's still not anybody representing or somebody who's been associated with that conference on the committee. Mm -hmm. um, so the commissioner just came out and said, you know, this is really this is a joke. This is more of an invitational. Uh, and, and Gary just said, you know, I didn't hear the comments that he made, so I'm not going to comment on them. I'm like, okay, 
<laughs> that was the no comment. And I didn't ask it. I didn't ask it. I was tempted to ask it, but Heather, uh, Heather uh, Dinich, I believe, asked that question. And, you know. So you just... mean to tell me that we can have a professor from the University of Arizona who's a history professor be on, the, right. on the committee, but someone from the, Minnesota, the MAC can't be a part of this? That's what you're basically saying to me. There have actually been representatives from every conference mm -hmm. except the American Athletic Conference. So when you know see, why that is? Like, Do we know why that is? I don't – I can't figure it out. I asked last year, and they were like, oh, it's just an oversight. We're going to get more people in. You know, they're, they're going to be people leaving. And they talked about how they rotate people in and rotate people out. And I'm like, okay, that, that, that's cool. Seven new come in. Nobody representing the American Athletic Conference again. I'm like, okay, this is this. It feels purposeful at this. I mean, what is it? Eight years now. It feels purposeful yeah. at this. Point. Um, but at least they have Cincinnati ranked somewhere close to where they m probably should be ranked at this point in the season. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some pe people are arguing that you know they should be in the top four. I have them at five. You know. Um, uh, this week in my poll. So I think they're right around where they should be uh, for this uh, for, uh, this poll. What they couldn't explain at all is how a five and three Mississippi Thank State. Thank you. Thank you for going there. On this poll. I mean, somebody brought up. They lost to LSU in Memphis. And. UTSA beat Memphis. That's the common opponent you're talking about. Why are they on this poll? And they basically pointed out that UTSA just didn't have the strength of schedule to, to rank them. They're like, at all? Because you have them ranked at 17. <laughs> what is it? Why isn't there, you know, more distinction between Ole Miss and, and, and Mississippi State? But, they, you know, that they, they didn't really go into a lot of details. But they did say, bear with us. It's the first one we're putting out. We got new people on there. There's seven new people on, on, on this committee. And that could be good or bad. That could be chaos. Uh, so there's going to be, they're going to make their errors. Um, I think they have Oregon. I can't explain why Oregon's as high as they are. I, I really can't. Uh, not after watching that Oregon UCLA game. That was, they, they didn't win that game. The, uh, you know, UCLA pretty much, you know, grabbed or snatched, you know, defeat out of the jaws of victory in that game. They, they handed that game to UCLA to win and, and they couldn't, they couldn't, pull it out so yeah, it's the only thing that i can think about mississippi state is that they're three and one against the top 25 that the committee put in there but that's that excuse my language but that shit doesn't matter because it's your ranking right like like right. you're also right. oh and two against lsu and memphis the, right and, and look i we're i know i'll probably stay a little bit sec centric here but even the fact like when memphis for the love of god when does the actual games matter Okay, like <laughs> I don't know. I, if you have a five and three team that's ranked seventeenth in the nation, I mean that's was this one game away from five hundred. I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I don't understand that, uh, especially because you look at their schedule and you're like, well, they, you know, yeah. Are they really that good? I mean, yeah, they beat Kentucky, but are they really as good as everybody as advertised? Uh, and I don't, I don't know when the games matter. The games have to matter at some point. Well, I thought the that they mattered have to matter at some point. Well, I thought that they mattered because they put Oregon above Ohio State. And I, I look, 
I do think that that means something. I think it means something that yeah. your offensive coordinator for Oregon was out only a couple days before you lose to Stanford. Like, I, I look, that's a, that's a big deal, okay? Like, when you yeah. have a – so, I, even though, you know, they're in the top four, maybe I wouldn't have them there, but, you know, now I'm kind of nitpicking. But at the same time, I would still have them above Cincinnati with all due respect. Just because, I mean, look, you're playing power five teams on the road and you're beating them. I get the Notre Dame stuff, but look, that I think that that will, part will play itself out. Let me ask you this. Were you surprised, though? Because, look, the fighting Mel Tuckers, I have stuck up for this man. I have said that, you know, LSU fans yeah. don't want him. I, I, I've called him Rudy Pooh. I finally have a victory lap because they beat the fighting khakis of, of Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. But, I mean, look, everybody's talking about Memphis, two SEC teams getting in. But what if you have Ohio State and Michigan State there at the end? What do you do with a one-loss Michigan State team there at the end? Like, I, and so we do have a question here. I think, um, uh, let me see, because uh, somebody asked you uh, about expanding the playoff. I mean, this is why the the expanded playoffs coming, right? I mean, because you have so many teams that are arguing at the top. Like that's why this is happening uh, moving forward. I'm assuming. <laughs> If it happens, it'll happen for this reason. Um, I'm not necessarily – honestly, what I believe when it was set up as a 14 playoff, to me it signaled that they wanted four power conferences. Mm-hmm. And all of this, you know, they were just waiting for things to shake out until there were four power conferences. That's what it meant to me when it first started. So I was like, oh, okay, this is – they see the landscape – you know, shaping up and in 10 years or so, you know, we'll have four power conferences and you're starting to see some of that shift. You're starting to see an alliance between three of the conferences, the SEC stand on its own and the big 12 is looking like the American now, you know, you kind of see, right. you know, the, 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 the landscape shifting right now. Um, but I always thought, you know, Hey, we're going to get down to four power conferences of 16 plus teams. Uh, we're going to keep it at four. And I think the reason why we, the expansion, talk stopped is because they started seeing you know the 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 texas and the oklahoma move into the sec they started seeing teams start you know the, the the fruition of what they thought would happen is starting to happen at this point but if we do have expansion and i was a lot if you would have asked me this question about four months ago before the season started i would have been like, yeah definitely we're gonna have expansion now i'm not sure I'm not sure. I think people are putting the, pumping their brakes to see what shakes out with with teams, you know, uh, this gerrymandering of conferences right now because they want to see if they actually get to where they want to be faster. Because I'm telling you, the powers that be want ha- want to have four conferences, mm-hmm. four power conferences, and then we can get rid of all the shenanigans, this, that, and the other. They'll cut the line there. I'm not sure if we even break there and c- create another division uh, at that point. But um, I think they're going to wait for a couple of seasons to, on this on this playoff expansion thing, much to the chagrin of, of teams like like uh, Cincinnati or um, even Wake Forest. I mean, Wake Forest is undefeated. Now, I'm not a believer of Wake Forest at all. Yeah. Me, <laughs> all. Look. look. Uh, and if they go undefeated, somebody asked me, well, if they go undefeated, would you put them in the college football playoff? And I'm like, um, sir, uh even if Wake Forest goes undefeated, there are going to be four teams better than Wake Forest. Hell, there's going to be six teams better than Wake Forest. I mean, right. the teams in so, the top six right now are better than them. I mean, right. 
Exactly. You mean, All of those teams are better than Wake Forest. Here's what I kind of selfishly want, Memphis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do want Cincinnati to get in at number four, selfishly, because I want to see Georgia beat that ass down. And I, 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 Look, because it would finally put to rest this whole, oh, well, we, got, we almost beat them in the bowl game. Like, Big Daddy, this ain't the playoff. You know, like this ain't this ain't the the top. Now, do I think that they could keep it closer than some people think? And you know, sure. But Memphis, if Georgia is holding teams in the SEC to seven, mm-hmm. what they gonna do to old Cincinnati? I remember when Georgia talking to Georgia. Uh, I think it was what two thousand four when uh, Colt Brennan was throwing fifty touchdowns. Like, oh, Hawaii's gonna beat Georgia, and they can't score. Okay, and so. Selfishly, I want to see it, but it's the same for Wake Forest. And look, I, I love Wake the underdog. Wake Forest isn't close to Cincinnati, though. No, the, no, me either. I agree with you. Let me yeah. ask you this, because a lot of people are putting it inside the chat. And I started to show off like this, and it's going to get some pushback. <laughs> we were just talking about Michigan State. Right. And they are ranked below Alabama. Now, I do believe personally – if it were a neutral site or even if Alabama went on the road to Michigan State, Alabama would beat them. I, I Look, I, that's just my opinion. They're the better team. They're the better coach team at the current moment, even though I, 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 sometimes I feel like I'm a Mel Tucker apologist. But Memphis, again, when does the shit stop when we sit here and say an undefeated team just beat a team in the top ten and Alabama's best win is who, Florida? I mean, when does the resume actually happen? We talk about coaches and their resume. Oh, well, a coach didn't hadn't done this. A coach hadn't done that. But when their team goes out there and beats somebody, then we penalize them because Alabama. No, you're right about that. And there's, <laughs> I, I was explaining this actually on, on my show the other day. I think it was Monday. Um, that there's a – there's a business side to this. Correct. Okay. The, the reason why we're even in this college football playoff system is because we didn't want computers telling us that Boise State was the second best team in the nation. Right. That's why we did it. We because the, the when 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 the analytics started showing us like what these other teams could actually do, and they go out there and beat Oklahoma, you know, hands down, doing statue of liberty plays. Then broadcasters like ESPN had to say, well, they don't get any ratings. And we're in business because we advertise around said ratings. Correct. And so there's a business aspect to this. And let's not, let's not, that's part of the puzzle. They won't tell you that. I've been in these meetings. I've, I've asked that question. I asked that question about four years ago. And they said, well, that's not really one of the things that we consider. What's not really mean? So, you know, uh, they, they consider it. There's a phone call from execs from ESPN like, mm, Alabama has a following. We get, we, we, everybody wants to see you beat Darth Vader. And that's what it is. That's, that's why they're there. That's why a Ohio State, a, a one-loss Ohio State that hasn't won their conference championship and a one-loss Alabama that hasn't won their conference championship are still considered contenders pushing somebody else out the door. That's why it's because of ratings and, and, and I don't beat around the bush on that stuff. I mean, I, I'm a broadcaster. I know this stuff, you know, they, they, they make those decisions because of that. 
That's why Alabama's going to be in the conversation until they lose the second game. Now, once they lose the second game, because there's there's never been a two-loss team invited into this playoff. Once they lose that second game, which they may, then there's a conversation about, you know, you can't, you just can't put them in. You, there's It's hard to justify putting them in at that point. But until Alabama loses again, they're always in. I would say the same for Ohio State. You know, those same ESPN execs, one more question, Memphis, and I'll get you out of here, or Spencer, I'll get you out of here. Those same execs laughed at the Big 12 when the Big 12 told the SEC and ESPN, hey, we're going to make you pay the $300 million to get these teams out of there. And they mm-hmm. laughed at them. I mean, right. I, right. they laughed at them. I mean, and that's the point. You're right. It is all about ratings. But as a college football purist, I don't give a shit about your ratings. You know, like, no. I, I, you know, I don't care. I want to see what the best football is. And I think eventually we are going to find, probably see the uh, playoff expand, even though, look, ain't nobody beating Georgia. Like, again, if you go to a, let's just say, 18 playoff and Wake Forest is 8-1, and one, that's a bloodbath. Guys, I'm sorry. It's yeah. just a bloodbath. But Wake Forest isn't going to score. No, they're not. And their defense is atrocious. The law firm of Stetson Bennett's going to go out there and kill them. And, it, <laughs> you know, it, it's just going to be crazy. One last one, and I, I want to get you out of here. Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. What uh, was there – I know I asked you what's the most egregious thing you, you saw tonight, but is there something that maybe the fans and, and people won't be talking about, but to you was just like – how in the hell can you do that? I know for me, it was Mississippi State. I know we talked about that, but is there mm-hmm. anything that that else that sticks out that you're just like, man, that just doesn't stick good in my crawl? One of the, I've been watching this Oregon team very closely since they played Ohio State, and I get it. Ohio State had guys out, injuries, whatnot. When Oregon lost, they had guys out, but they had a full. Uh, an entire full staff when they played that UCLA team and they just wet the bed. I mean, it was one of those, right. what are you doing out here? I I can't see how they would have that team in. I, I don't, I don't understand the just, I, I can't justify putting that team in to the college football playoff right now. I mean, figure somebody, if you don't, if, if, and I understand the logic, Hey, it was a head to head against Ohio state. Well then move them down, put somebody else at four. Because I don't I, – I, Ohio State's going to work itself out. They still have most of their schedule right in front of them. They went out. We know they're in. Oregon – Oregon probably is going to lose this weekend to, 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 to Washington on the road. I mean, that team isn't – that team doesn't look like they got – I mean, Thibodeau's back, and they did something with Colorado, but there's not they, – they're not – if Thibodeau they doesn't get that sack close. against UCLA They're very quickly, Oklahoma. if if and if Thibodeau is oh, not man. winning by big margins, you know that, right? So, very quickly, and to your point, and then I'll let you, I'll let you go. But if Thibodeau doesn't get that sack against UCLA, and you brought that up earlier, Memphis, they no. don't come back and win. I, they no. they don't. But nope. can but continue. Nope. No, but I mean the, the other one. I think Oklahoma is where they should be, and I think I would put Oklahoma and Oregon. I think that would be a good matchup. Those two, I think they're on the same level because they're. If you go back and look at at the games that Oregon is as has played, there are two. The game against Cal, I don't. You shouldn't be losing. The, there, there, there should be no point in time where you're losing or struggling with Cal. You could say the same thing with Cincinnati and Navy. There's no. You should be struggling with Navy. You know, there's some teams that are like, 
I don't know about those two teams. Um, the way that Ohio State's been playing lately, though, I think that, you know, I think that, that, that Oregon punched a giant, honestly. And those recruits got up. They started changing their defensive schematic. They've been blowing folks out. And I think they're going to continue blowing folks out. They, they, they look like they're just getting started right now. Uh, and and mid-season, mid-season Ohio State is the scariest thing to see on the road. Especially uh, uh, especially a finally pissed off Ohio State, too. Exactly. Kind of Something feels, to play for. Right. So, you know, back against the wall, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not coming out there, you know, swagging and everything else. Back against the wall, we can't lose again. That – those same thing with Alabama. That's that's not a that's not a, a back against the wall Alabama team is not fun to play either. By the way, what um what's going to happen this weekend? Is LSU are they, are they competing this weekend or not? Uh, they can. They got the players. I, I I'm going to say no. Okay, I just think that they um. I don't know if they have a coaching staff at the top that really gives a damn anymore, you know. And so, when you're more worried about going to gas stations and hollering at fine bait, fine women, you know, I, yeah. I think that you have an issue. Um, and so, look, I think that Memphis, the only thing that I can honestly say as a fan that I want them to see, go out there. Look, I don't care if it's 50 or nothing. And if you like Bryce Young up, get up and let him know about it. Like, hey, yeah. bro, we're yeah. down right now, but next year you better get your shit together. Okay? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the kind of stuff I want to see, but no. Uh, Memphis, I greatly appreciate you coming on, man. Dude, we got – everybody loves you. It's just been a fantastic time bringing you on. But tell everybody where they can find all your stuff and everything that you're doing. Uh, Sports Radio America, you can find me um, noon to 2 Eastern uh, on Mondays and on Thursdays. Uh, I love everybody that, that that supports the show. I love the the followers that are starting to come over from AYS. I'm trying to send send some so, to over to to listen to your show. Uh, it, it was mainly de- developed for boosters, but uh, but we'll take any listeners. Any listeners are good listeners right now. <laughs> right. Uh, so Blake, just stay away from uh, you know pole assassins and, and monkeys. <laughs> And uh, you know I'll see you a couple <laughs> a couple of weeks, man. Look, look. Uh... I'm gonna leave that alone. It's too good for me to get. I, I gotta, I gotta leave it alone. No, I, I you know, I, I gotta go to church, and you know, I gotta yeah, see I people. You know, you know. The simple fact, the simple fact that never mind. I'm gonna leave that alone. Hey, I will say this: it would happen to a Steve Sarkeesian staff. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Yep. All right, Memphis. Yep. It was good seeing you, brother. We will see you again in a couple weeks. Y'all have a good night, brother. All right, my man. Take care. That is Memphis Spence. Always fantastic. Um, looks like we got Kate in here again. Mm. You know how sad it is that people got to make fake accounts because they're so lonely and 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 um, they got to do stuff like that. Mm. Sad, very sad. Um, Alan McGee says, "Keep your foot on the gas." Yeah, and look, guys. I mean, for for me. For me, it, it's not about what the final score is going to be. I mean, at this point, we can't worry about what the final score at LSU-Alabama is going to be. You just got to hope that some of these guys get up, you make a good precedent. And, look, if you keep that game close, if you can somehow find a way to keep that game close, one thing that nobody's talking about, 
is Jake Peters been around Nick Saban twice? Does that have any effect on him in calling this game Saturday? Does it have any effect? Look, LSU struggling in the second half against Alabama a season ago, but the first drive they go down there, they're about to score. Same kind of situation that you have this year. Can you convert this time instead of like what you did last season? Very much so. Uh, Cody McGee says, ask Blake Rafino, you don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com, a.k.a. talking about the Cade comments. Yeah, man. Guy's just so angry. Um, you don't know how to pray you B-word made F-word. Um, yeah, Cade was mad because I didn't agree with one of his takes, and then he started calling all my guests names. I was like, dude, don't then don't listen. Um, started saying stuff and then used some racial slurs. So, guys, again, you're going to get blocked, man. You're going to get blocked. Troy Fano says, when even tell the coach he's fired. Uh, where at? Where even at coach he? What? Tell the coach he's fired during the season. I I don't know. Uh, Jamie says, poll assassins question mark. Yeah. Um, Jamie, you need to go find. Uh, just Google poll assassins, and you'll read the story. It's absolutely nuts. I mean, Steve Sarkeesian. Um. A Steve Sarkeesian-led um, staff had a, a pet monkey, and that pet monkey bit a trick-or-treater, and the pet monkey was not owned by the coach at Texas. It was owned by a stripper whose name is Pole Assassin. <laughs> oh, God. Guys, there's just some things you can't make up, right? Like, there's some things that you just can't make up. Uh, Don says, LSU coaches need to be on the field like peewee football telling the players which way to go. Hmm. Uh, Chad says, I agree, Blake. Let them titties hang out this Saturday. Yeah, you got to let them hang, man. Take off. I know it was the, the biggest comment from last night's show if you missed it. I said that LSU needs to come out, just take off the robe and let be like a grandma and let the titties hang. Guys, they don't have anything to lose, which is to me is unreal if they're continuously going base in, base out defense. Like, what were you doing during the offseason? Um, getting to a couple of these coaching searches, uh, I did see some questions uh, when we had Memphis in here about uh, some of the coaching searches. Guys, I think you're still – I think we're still talking about the next head coach. We, I don't think LSU knows yet. I still think it's the Cristobal's, it's the Jimbo Fishers, it's the Billy Napiers, it's the Mel Tuckers, it's the Lincoln Rileys. I don't think that we're not talking about them. I just don't know if LSU knows yet. And look, we got another month until we need to come to, or, or Woodward, in my opinion, needs to come to a decision. And I think that he'll have, I, I think that we'll have a coach, not named, but we'll probably have a coach within the next two weeks if we're not at the end of the coaching search right now and putting a deal together for their our next head coach. Like, I, I fully believe that. Guys, we're here. We are here. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about that question. Uh, Drew says John Gruden. Nope. Nope, John Gruden will not be 
your next head coach. Hayden on YouTube says, hashtag Ask Blake, what stone did Scott turn over when you were tweeting today? Uh, guys, I'm going to keep that one close to the vest. All I'm going to say is no stones, no stones going unturned. I think that you – here's what I will tell you. You have a lot of coaches around the co- – this is what I'm going to give you in reference to the coaching search tonight. Uh, there – even from a Scott Woodward and LSU perspective. So, what everybody and every LSU fan does during a coaching search is they only worry from the LSU perspective, right? Meaning – it's all about what is LSU doing? What is LSU? Who's LSU going after? Who is Scott Woodward talking to? But guys, there are when when a, a, an athletic director at a university like LSU, a university of LSU, but a school like LSU, and you start talking to these coaches about being the next head coach at LSU, they put out feelers for who if they who would be a, a guy that would come over with them on their next staff. And it just doesn't happen with the guys that are on their staff now. They call guys that they've been coaching with for a, 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 a long time ago, guys that are elsewhere, maybe some offensive coordinators that are elsewhere. Hey, will you come if I come to LSU? Will you come with me if I come to LSU? Defensive coaches, uh, offensive line coaches, linebackers coaches, recruiting personnel, off the field personnel. There's a lot of things that go in that coaches do. And sometimes what happens is is that most of your sourcing can come from coaching and the actions that they do. One head coach of a P5 school could start putting a staff together and you start hearing rumblings. Do you, you get what I'm saying? So even though it's not from Scott, what these radio hosts and, and, and podcasters and even myself sometimes, what happens is, oh, we don't know. No, you just don't know where to look yet. And that's not on them. Someone's going to break the story. Might be us. Might be somebody else. I have no idea who's going to break the story. But what I'm saying is, is when questions start being asked about being the next coach at LSU, coaches talk. Coaches talk. I promise you that coaches talk. And when they do, they like to talk. Coaches, you do realize what coaches do all day outside of breaking film is they talk to 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. They're talking all day long. They're talking all day long. It's a nonstop talk fest. So when they they get done with everything, most of them don't want to stop talking. Uh, Marcus Como on Facebook says, Blake, apply for the coaching job. I'll be your assistant. They don't want they don't want me playing. They don't want me. Uh Tommy says, do people on YouTube says, do people who want John Gruden watch news? Yeah, for real. For real. C King from the Talking Tiger Sports Facebook uh page says, I hope these young men find it within themselves to go out there and kick all four of Alabama players' teeth in. <laughs> <laughs> at FarmersOnly.com. Hey, Mr. Alabama fan, where did you meet your 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 lovely wife? Well, if I didn't, I, I saw my sister was on FarmersOnly.com, and I went over to her. I said, Sarah Beth, what are you doing on FarmersOnly.com? Sarah. Well, hell, if I knew that you was looking for a man, I would have just asked you to be my date. I'd ask you to be my wife. I I feel like that is how 
Alabama dating services go. At FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> uh, Shane says, I hear Clay Helton is the leading candidate now. I think that that's a joke. Uh, because Clay Helton's going to Georgia Southern, but yeah. Uh, Tracy says, hashtag ask Blake, do you think it will be announced in time for new coach to get the recruits in before the next signing period? I do. That's one thing I do believe. I think Scott Woodward is calculated in that. Um, and I think he's going to have the deal done. Like, I, I fully believe – like, I fully believe signed, sealed, and delivered. Oh, is that a home run? Nope. Um, signed, sealed, delivered. Um, yeah. That's what I think. I, I don't know that to be the case. Um, I don't know that to be the case, but I think that it will. Uh, Gino sends us some stars via Facebook. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Rick says, how do you get a Bama fan off the porch? Pay for the pizza. I like that. I like that. Rob Boudreaux says, most of the guys on the team probably come from here. Most of the guys on the team probably come from here. Come from where? Uh, Blake Foreman says, got to give Saban different looks he hasn't seen from the LSU norm. Run the ball down their throat. And, look, a lot of this uh, was from – uh, Nick Saban in his post con- press conference this week talking about uh, LSU, saying how good they were. Uh, look, I-, I still think, and you can tell what's coach speak and what's not coach speak. Like, Nick sees, like, what do you think what happens with, uh, when Nick Saban watches Damone Clark? The, the, the college football's leading tackler. Like, what do you think that he sees? He's like, shit, that kid can tackle in space. That kid's got a lot of speed. Like, he sees the flashes, but Nick knows what we all know and what Orgeron confirmed this week alone. Guys, basically what Orgeron said in his press conference Monday was, guys, we have really good players. Our coaching sucks. Uh, Let's take the shield off. Let's take the gloves off. That's what Orgeron said. Oh, well, Blake, you're trying to twist the story. No, because there are layers to what coaches say. The layer is, hey, we suck in the coaching staff on some things that we do. Sorry, that's what that's what he's meaning. Uh, Jacob Marceau says, what if the next coach is in the playoffs? Surely we'd have to wait to announce, right? I would assume, yeah. I would assume, yeah. Uh, you really need your next coach to lose. You really need like an Oklahoma or Oregon or whoever you're going after to lose. And I don't think that it would be uh, – a part of what Wilbur does. I don't think a coach being in the playoff would hinder his decision, but I think that he would do everything in his power to get that coach, even if he's in the playoff, to even announce it. I'm serious, man. Um, because, again, you got to have your recruits in here. Ryan Thibodeau sends us a $2 super chat, says, at Ancestry.com. Appreciate you for the super chat. Uh, Lamar Williams says, no, not Sarah Beth. <laughs> Sarah Beth, I didn't know you was on FarmersOnly.com. Hoochie coochie. Uh, Dylan says, hashtag Ashley Blake, got a Bama fan at work, and it would make me so happy to ruin their season and talk shit all year because we blow. Would. It would. Not Sarah Beth. 
Sarah Beth Gidry. God, I'm sorry. If there, if there's a Sarah Beth Gidry out there, I'm sorry. By the way, we're going to have to give Sean Payton coach of the year. Just throwing that out there. I mean, what that look, I might not like Sean, and I might have been critical on him, but, man, what he's doing with backup quarterbacks is insane. It's insane. Uh, Danielle Montgomery says, haven't been on the mail train, but can't deny the coaching in that game this past week. And look, um, they're probably going to lose a game. Mel Tucker is going to probably lose a game, but you, we have to understand where that program came from. Like Memphis, I have no, uh, Memphis Spence, who was on earlier, I have no confidence whatsoever. Um, no confidence whatsoever. In the uh, Wake Forest team, zero. Zero. So, all right, guys, we're going to call it a night. We're going to call it. We will see you guys tomorrow. We need to guess it up some. I know that we've been slacking on the guessing, but, you know, we were out because of Hurricane Ida. Don't forget to call the uh, Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. But we will see you guys again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. We'll probably have some more on the coaching search and and, and some more things going on. So we'll see you then. We'll see you all soon. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.